Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 155 of Better Regulate Than Never. So last week, we talked about the five jobs that you are hiring school to do for you. And I hope that you kind of decided which one you might be hiring school to do for you. And remember, school can mean college, it could mean a technical school, it can mean a certification program. And I kind of gave examples of those things in the episode where I talked about different times in my life where I got a certification for something or when I first went to college or just the different reasons why people pick different kinds of education. And I, I'm still going to work on that quiz I talked about, but I am a little bit tech savvy and thought, oh, this I'll easily be able to whip out a quiz about it. There's a lot of mathematical calculations that you have to do. And if you've listened to my podcast very much, you know that math is not my favorite subject. So I do see it as a challenge to myself that I need to figure this out. But I'm thinking I'll, I'll work on a quiz later that maybe will lead back to these episodes when I have time to figure out what the math calculations are going to be. So anyway, but more on that later. So just uh, stay tuned for that. But I wanted to give you pretty much the same advice I was going to give you in a quiz that what can you do if you have hired school to do any of those jobs? And my plan was to talk through all of them, but then it was like most of this advice is good for anyone who's in any job, any hiring school to do any of these jobs. And so it kind of starts out with one and then it just sort of goes to this is just stuff that you should always be considering. So the first one was about help me get into the best school. And I have some good examples of that, that I think show why it's kind of difficult to be hiring school to that job. But people who are hiring school to to get them into the best school, they want the classic college experience. They want to go and they want to go somewhere where there's a prestigious reputation. They want to have lots of fun things to do. They want to say that they went to that college or maybe they have a sports allegiance to that college. But they've thought a lot about how to get into these schools, but they haven't thought a lot about what they're going to do when they are at school. And these kids have also had like a history of getting into things, like getting into National Honor Society, getting to be the captain of their team, being first chair in band, being the chess club president, being the Stuco president. They have spent a lot of their growing up time getting into things and seeing those those things as kind of like status symbols of you know, this is just the next thing. And so getting into a prestigious school is just another one of those things on the list. But again, they haven't always thought about what do they want to do when they get there? And or maybe they've thought of I want to run around and meet people and party with my friends. But that's not a very good reason to be in school, because that's not going to continue 
to excite you about school. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to get into amazing things and getting first chair and being the president of things. That's all amazing. But I see too many students who that's so much of their lives that they're not enjoying anything else about what school could be for them in high school or in college. I had, I had a student who he, since freshman year, his parents sat down with me. They were like, let's look at his resume all the time. Let's make sure that he is perfect. And he was number one in ranked in his class. And in the high school that I worked at, that was amazing because there was a lot of high achieving kids and there was a lot of kids. So if you're number one, you definitely are, you are truly ranked higher than most. And so he was number one all the time. And he, he was involved in some things, but he was just very dedicated, studious, studying all the time, whatever. He was just doing all the things. And then I don't know what happened that fall semester of his senior year. I don't know if he got a B or maybe he didn't take as many weighted classes as he had before. Anyway, whatever happened, he became number two in the class for the last spring semester. And he just totally fell apart. He pretty much gave up on doing anything that was good And I kept telling him that being number two was still amazing. I would say if you were ranked in the top 50, you are going to go places and be amazing. But he, he had so much writing, so much self-worth writing on being number one, that when he was number two, he really just couldn't handle his life being number two. And some of that came from pressure from his parents. They very much wanted him to also be number one. And they were probably being mad at him at home because he wasn't number one. And I just, I see that as just being too stressful. That's putting too much effort into something that isn't a life or death situation. And I think sometimes people are acting like that. Some of those Facebook pages that I was on this summer, parents were acting like, if their kids didn't get into certain schools, that their lives were ruined. And that is so not true. And I think if you are in, if you are hiring school to get into your best school, and you are so worried, and your self-worth is so wrapped up in whether you get into that school, you just really need to step back and think, is this really the major thing that I'm making it out to be? Because if you do well, in any school, even if it's a tech school, even if it's a community college, and you want to be successful in your life, you will. You can make success out of anything. So just the name of the school and, you know, trying to get into these highly selective schools is not, it's, it's not going to get you, it, that in itself is not going to get you what you want. One of the main things that this book said about all of the different jobs that you could hire school to do is that the best way to make sure that you're hiring it for the right reasons is to know yourself. And I think I talked a little bit about that last week, but the UMAP assessment that I am trained to give 
is knowing yourself. It is exactly the things that this book is saying that you need to know so that you can make the right decision about what do you want school to do for you. It tests your strengths, your values, your skills, your preferred skills, and your burnout skills, and your interests. And then you can decide, well, what is it exactly that I want school to do for me because you have a plan of, I want this certification. I want this major to get into this school or to get into this job. And then you can pick the school with a much better decision-making process than just, oh, my friends are going there or, well, that's just what I'm supposed to do. Or I want to get into this prestigious school but I don't even know what I want to do there. It's very expensive to go to any school, really. And if you don't know what you're doing there or what you want to do there, you may end up wasting money and you don't want that. And I'm sure your parents don't want that either. So if you know that you want to go to college, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can get into any school. Like there are schools that have very, are very easy to get into. So don't worry about whether you're going to get into college or not, because you totally are. Just worry about what's the reason why you want to choose that school. I think knowing yourself happens best when you are in high school, though, if you're listening to this and you're in college or your child is in college and you're still wondering about this, that's still a good time. Really, any time is great to learn more about yourself because it helps you in all sorts of decision making, not just about careers and school. But I really have focused a lot on the career school piece because that's so important when you're in high school. And if you find these things out really early on, there's so many things that you can do in high school to try to prepare you for what the next steps are. So some of the other things that you should be thinking about besides knowing about yourself is what is important to you when you think about the location? Do you want it to be close to your family or Do you want to go further away to a different state? Do you want to be in a smaller community or a larger community? Some people want to be in a small, smaller town. Some people want to be in the city. How big do you want the campus to be? How large do you want the class sizes to be? Do you need it to have a certain sports program because you are trying to get a scholarship in a certain sport? Or do you want it to have certain clubs? Like I had students that were looking for colleges that did ROTC because they did ROTC in high school and they wanted to continue that. And not every school has that. What kind of internship opportunities do they have? Do they have performing and visual arts programs that you're interested in? What are the choice of majors? If you know for sure what you want to do, some schools don't offer those majors. So you have to think about What majors need to be available to you when you choose that school? And then are you interested in Greek life? And that's the fraternities and the sororities. Do you want to be in those? And some schools have that, some schools don't. Do you want on-campus dining opportunities? Do you want it to be public? Do you want it to be private? Do you want diversity? Do you want research potential? Do you want a strong religious or spiritual focus? Have you thought about all those things? Like that's a lot of stuff. And I know I didn't think about half of those things when I chose my school. And of course, I chose 
both times when I chose colleges, one was just because that's where I always wanted to go. And I never even thought about anything else other than I'm going there. And then the other one was location. It wasn't that I really liked that school all that much, but it was close. And that's, I wanted to go to school and be close to my hometown where my boyfriend was. So, you know, there, there wasn't a whole lot of thought processes going on in those decisions. Now they turned out okay, because I made them turn out okay. But it could have been a disaster for someone else who maybe didn't, didn't have that much of a why of they wanted to do that. So once you have thought about some of those things, then and I'm, I'm again, I'm talking about high school, mostly, but if you are in college, you could still do these types of things. But then once you kind of have a list of, you know, these four or five colleges have the things that are on all my lists of everything that I want in a college and has my programs and things that I want to do, then you really start imagining and thinking about what it's going to be like to go there and visiting them. Because I had students that would tell me I'm for sure going to this school. And then they would go visit that school. And they didn't like the town or they didn't like how the drive to get there that was one, you know, in Kansas, if you go anywhere in like Western Kansas towards Colorado, it's like, you know, a lot of open space and a lot of flat ground. And like, if you had to drive four hours out there every so often when you came home or went back to school, I mean, it, some people were like, that's boring. I don't like that driver. I don't want to, you know, it's just too far away from things. And so sometimes you don't know that because you've never been there before. So it's really important to visit them. And then when you do go visit, find some time to have a private conversation with people who work there. Cause you can have like a, a group campus visit where they just show you sort of generic general things. And, you know, one person takes a group of people around and you can ask questions during those times, which is totally fine. But you can also ask for a private tour or a private time with someone after your tour to talk about like the really important things that you want to make sure it has certain things. And it's very appropriate for parents to be involved in that process because they can ask questions that maybe you're not thinking about and they can help you make the best decision. But you do have to remember that when you're choosing a school, it can't be because anyone else, even your parents want you to do it. It's because you want to do it and not because someone expects you to go there or not because your friends are going there, but because I just saw my, my screen freeze, but because it's something that you want to do. And hopefully you're able to talk to your parents about this, but if they are completely set on something and you're not, you're going to have to find a way to be able to talk to them about why you don't want to do what it is or go to the place where they're wanting you to go. There's also apps and websites called College Finder and College Match where you can put in all sorts of information and it will show you different schools that fit for your criteria. And that's really important to do too. Maybe you'll hear about or find out about a college you never thought about or heard about before. And so it kind of opens your mind 
to all the possibilities. And don't put schools on your list that you really don't want to go to. Don't waste your time on all that. That's like a lot of busy extra work. And it's not going to be helpful for you. Even if you got in there, what are you going to do? You're going to go there and you don't want to go there. It doesn't make sense. So also make sure you're going to put energy into what are you going to do at that school? What are you going to study? What kinds of activities do you want to get involved in? I think some students get into the school that they want to, but then they get there and they're frozen because they don't know what the next step is now that they're in there. And I had a lot of students that would tell me they didn't like school, but they were going to go to college. College is school. (laughs) So if you don't like school and you have a hard time keeping up with high school and you don't do your homework or somebody has to remind you of stuff or people have to wake you up in the morning to even go, it's going to be really hard to make college work for you. And so maybe you need to think about other options that you could do that could still get you going in the right direction for your own life. And just be honest with yourself. Don't don't answer these questions the way you wish you were or the way your parents wish you were, but how you really are. So you know that you can make the best decision about which school. And of course, you're not going to know all of the, you're not going to be for sure about any decision. No one ever is, but you can have a pretty intentional planned idea of what you're wanting to do. And it could change some, and you may need to have adults help you navigate some things. But for the most part, you need to be able to make this decision on your own. And you need to have some independent adult skills in a lot of areas in order, especially if you're going to go live at that school, for it to to be as successful as you want it to be. And maybe you decide that school's not for you right now. And that's okay too. I have so many people tell me, adults tell me, that they wish that they would have taken a break because they didn't make the right decision about what school or what program to be in. I hear that from a lot of people. And I luckily did make the right decision about the programs that I chose to do. But I see these adults who just chose something just because, because they wanted to go to college. Oh, well, just pick business or, oh, well, just pick education. And later they, that isn't even what they wanted to do, but they just felt like they couldn't stop and think about it and then go. And it's really important that during that, if you do decide to take a gap year, which a gap year is a time, usually about a year. I mean, I guess it could be two, but I wouldn't, you wouldn't want it to be more than two, but it's a, it's a gap between high school and whatever you decide to do next that helps you to develop yourself and find out more about yourself. It's not so that you can stay at home and play video games. It's not so you can go get a piddly job and hang out with your friends all night. It is about finding a job And it could be about finding a job that is similar to something that you're wanting to study when you do go to school, or, you know, even deciding if I go to school, I might want to do this. So getting jobs in that area. Now, obviously, you can't, 
if you're thinking about teaching and you you can't go get a teaching job to find out if you like it before you have the degree, but you could be a paraprofessional and you could go and work with kids at whatever level that you are interested in because all you need is a high school diploma to do that. And then if you really like it, then you can be like, oh, now I know that this is what I want to do. And then when you make the decision about college, it totally makes sense. Or I have heard of students that get an internship or an apprenticeship to do something that they're kind of interested in, like let's just say graphic design. And they aren't sure if that's what they want to study. So they go get an apprenticeship as um, learning some graphic design, working for a company. And they're amazing at it. They have like this special talent. And that particular business that's hired them, maybe you know, they don't care if you have a certification and that person does so well that they just move up in that business and keep doing it and they never go on to school. So it's totally fine. It's a way for you to explore and decide and try different things to see what feels good and what like really excites you about the next thing that you're going to do. So Sometimes people see a gap year as just, oh, well, I'm not going to go to school for a year and I'm going to save up my money. Um, And you can do that. But even if you're doing that, you need to be expanding yourself out and seeing new things that you've never done before. Put yourself in situations that you've never had before, because all of that knowledge is going to help you when you finally go off into the college setting, if that's what you decide to do. And also you could join clubs and groups around your community with like-minded people that of the same types of things that you like. So I have a client who just started ninth grade and we finished the UMAP and all along he's told me that he wants to do animation and his, his dream job is to work for Pixar or Disney. And so during the UMAP sessions where we were going through all the different, all of his strengths and values, skills, and interests, we looked up the job description of somebody who was going to, I think it was maybe like storyboard animator at Pixar. And we just went to the site. We looked at the job we, you know, clicked in as though we were going to apply for it because it tells you what what they want, like kind of skills they want that kind of person to have. And there was a list of like different kinds of software that they wanted the person to know how to use. And so I said to my client, can you learn how to use that software while you're in high school? And he said, yeah, I actually use one of those programs, but I don't know much about this other program. And I was like, well, you know, if if that's something you could either take classes on or, you can just teach yourself how to use those programs and get really proficient at it. Then when you graduate from high school, then you have these skills that they're saying that they want. Now, the skills may change in four years. Technology changes so much. You know, there's probably even more things. But if you show that you have proficiency in things right out of high school to go into some of these jobs, it's going to look way better. And they're going to have so much knowledge after using those programs about, I didn't really like using that program. Oh, well, maybe I'm not going to like to sit there 40 hours a week doing that job if I don't like that program. So there's just so much you could learn from it, whether it helps you to be ready for that job, 
or you decide to change your mind and do something else, you learned it while you were in high school and you didn't waste any time or money after you graduated because you already knew. So I think that's um, such a good thing to know about. So many times as adults, we are worried about some young people in our lives. We we can see these gifts and talents. Oh my gosh, in my job for 31 years, that's, I mean, an everyday occurrence. I could see these amazing things about these kids and they didn't know it. They wouldn't have even realized that they had those gifts and talents because they were so down on themselves. Or I've had parents tell me that their child just doesn't know what they want to do. Well, people hire me to help their kids figure this out. And this is so, it's so exciting right now because there's so many things that I can do with this UMAP that I couldn't do before to help people get the right direction and the next steps that they need. So I wanted to talk to you about, I'm planning to do what I'm calling a school readiness audit. So all you have to do is, I think I'm going to have a link in the show notes, but you can go onto some of my social media and see it there, or I'm going to try to find a way to put it on my website, all the stuff I have to teach myself. So sometimes it takes a while because I have to figure out how to do it all. But I am going to be offering school readiness audits. So if you or your child or both is worried about, I don't really know what to do next. I don't know if I'm ready for school. I don't, or that training program. And then what do I do if I'm not, or I am totally ready. What do I do next? Any of the next steps. And I just meet with you. We talk about where you're at in this process, whether it's complete beginning or I'm already in college and I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) All of that is good. I come up, we come up together with what's the next steps. And then you just go on and do those next steps. So I'm so excited. I just, this idea just came to me when I was talking, when I was creating this episode and I was like, oh my gosh, I could help people with the next steps of what they should do, whether they're not in college yet or they're already there. So I want you to really consider if you are confused about it or your child is confused about it, contact me and we will, we'll just, put it all out on paper and see where are we with all of the stuff. So many people are worried about what's the right decision. There is no right or wrong decision. Whatever decision you make, you're going to learn from it, or it's going to be amazing. And it'll be exactly where you need to be. There's no, there's no bad answer. There's no life ruining in this. Sometimes people choose school and they have a lot of debt afterwards because they decided they didn't like it or they don't stay in school. And so they have a couple of years to pay for it. So sometimes, I mean, that's not necessarily life and death, but it can be kind of painful if you have to make up that, but let's, let's avoid all of that by doing a school readiness audit. And you can see if you're ready now, or you wouldn't need a gap year. And then what would you do in the gap year? I can talk to you about all those things. So I have dedicated my life to helping young people with these kinds of decisions. And I can help you too. talk to you soon.